0: Hello, good morning everyone. This is Nicola here and it's great to have you with us for our podcast this week. So we are looking at a few more stories this week um, that happen to be about new beginnings which is interesting. Lots of you will know that we follow um, a lectionary which is basically a set of readings that's ascribed to each week. So it runs on a three year cycle and it's common to the Church of England and the Catholic Church. So it's quite a lovely thing really because all over the world everyone's looking at the same readings at the same time. So it's something really special about that. Um, so it throws up some interesting readings for us and, and things that are seasonal and helps us to work through the main stories of our faith. And uh, this week we've got two stories that are about new beginnings. So the first one is the story of God creating the world. So it's a very, very first story in the Bible from um, the book of Genesis. And the second one is about Jesus' baptism. And for Jesus, that moment marked out the beginning of his ministry, the beginning of all of the things that he did that are recorded in the Gospels. And of course, for many of us, being baptised is a moment that we remember as really significant in our journey as a Christian. So a moment when we publicly say, this is the path that I'm following, um, and God blesses us really as we set out that moment. So two moments of new beginnings um, which does feel appropriate really at the beginning of a new year but also I think um, is interesting coming up at a time where it might feel like we're all desperate for a new beginning, we're all desperate to move into something different and we're sort of being held back by our circumstances at the moment. So it's interesting to think um, what God is calling us to reflect on about new beginnings and what new beginnings we might be being called to, even within the circumstances that we're in. So Brenda's going to bring a reflection for us today um, and a short meditation. But let's first begin with our special prayer for this week. So this is the prayer for the baptism of Jesus. Eternal Father, who at the baptism of Jesus revealed him to be your Son, anointing him with the Holy Spirit. Grant that we who are born again by water and the Spirit may be faithful to our calling as your adopted children. Through Jesus Christ your Son our Lord who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. One God now and forever. Amen. So we're going to have our first reading which Brenda's going to read for us from the book of Genesis.
1: The reading today is taken from Genesis, chapter 1, and we're reading verses 1 to 5. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good, And God separated the light from the darkness God called the light day and the darkness he called night and there was evening and there was morning the first day
0: so our gospel reading today is from Mark's gospel and we're in chapter 1 beginning at verse 4 After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. At that time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open, and a spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven you are my son whom i love with you i am well pleased
1: hi everyone it's brenda here back from a few lovely days off so happy new year to you all or as some people are saying a hopeful new year which sounds great It has indeed been a bit of a blow to be back in lockdown, but we know how to do this so we carry on. The routine gets adjusted, we have a sort of new beginning and on we go, praying and hoping for some relief, especially through the vaccine. I did actually find the readings for this week really helpful. We've got the Genesis passage that tells us about the beginning of time, the very first beginning, And the baptism of Jesus which was the beginning of his earthly ministry. And so it's the baptism of Jesus that we celebrate today. And more or less straight away in this passage from the beginning of Mark's Gospel, Jesus jumps into the baptismal water with everyone else to be baptised by John. Jesus didn't need to do that. John preached a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins Jesus had absolutely nothing to repent of, but he jumped into the water anyway. Why did he do that? Well, he wanted to be with the people. He wanted to be with us. He took on our burdens. He wanted to show that he identified with us right from the beginning of his ministry on earth. If he was here in bodily form at the moment, he would be right in the middle of the pandemic, ministering with the NHS, delivering food parcels, visiting lonely people at the door, supporting small businesses or sweeping the streets. He would be where he was called, right in there with us. He's not here physically, of course, but he is here by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is here in the hearts of those who believe. He is here with the people who don't know him. He's here in the pain and the sorrow. He's everywhere, identifying and weeping with us and encouraging and calling us to pray to the Father. Jesus prayed to the Father throughout his earthly ministry and so he encourages us to pray too. We can remember our baptism when we pray. We can experience our baptism when we pray. The baptism that tells us we can be cleansed from sin and born again, sharing Christ's death and resurrection and walking by the light of faith. So as we think about the baptism of Jesus today, we can reimagine and affirm our own baptism. Most of us don't actually remember it, but we probably heard the stories about the day. Jesus starts his ministry with baptism And we make a new beginning on our baptism day. The seed is sown and it's hopefully watered and affirmed as we go through our journey of life. You know one of the greatest privileges of being in ministry is to baptise people and that's been sadly missing through this pandemic for obvious reasons. But I'm happy to say that during the summer break when restrictions were lifted a little, I was asked to do three baptisms one little baby and two adults. They were very happy occasions, despite masks and other restrictions. There's something profoundly moving that happens at the point of baptism. It says in the Gospel passage from Mark in verse 10, As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And that's exactly what it feels like sometimes. That heaven is torn open and the grace of God comes pouring down and makes an impression on everyone who witnesses the event. It's the beginning of something for the person being baptized, the beginning of a journey with God. A prayer that we use while we still gather around the font goes like this. So receive this prayer for yourself. May God, who has received you by baptism into his church, pour upon you the riches of his grace, that within the company of God's pilgrim people, we may be daily renewed by his anointing spirit and come to the inheritance of the saints in glory. Amen. So we can be daily renewed by his anointing spirit. For Jesus, after he is anointed by the Spirit, as the dove descends upon him, Mark records a voice coming from heaven, saying, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. You are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. Now two things happen here. Jesus is given his identity by his Father as the Beloved he is greatly affirmed, but also he is identified to all the people here as the Messiah, the Christ, and as it says in another of the baptism service prayers, to lead us from the death of sin to newness of life. So this narrative is huge in the life of Jesus, and in our lives as well. Even as he began his ministry and before he had done anything to merit such a status, The Father affirmed him in his true identity. Later on the Mount of Transfiguration, as the time for Jesus' death came closer, Matthew records the voice from heaven saying, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. So as he was preparing for his greatest challenge, he was again strengthened by the reminder that he was the object of his father's love. And God says the same to us, that we are his beloved, and he wants to give us a sense of identity and calling. Recently I've been reading a book about resilience in life and faith. It says that people who know their true identity, who know they are loved by God unconditionally and without reservation, have an inner stability that helps them through difficult times. We so need that affirmation at the moment. But how do we learn to accept that and live by it? How do we know our true identity? Well, for now, let's concentrate on the thought of heaven being torn open for us, and the voice of God saying, You are my beloved, and in you I am well pleased. There's a great piece of writing by Henry Newen that I'd like to share with you as we finish. I'm going to make, I'm going to read it slowly so you can make it your own. This is what Henry says. The spiritual life is a life in which you gradually learn to listen to a voice that says, You are the Beloved, and on you my favour rests. You are the Beloved and on you my favour rests. Jesus heard that voice. He heard that voice when he came out of the Jordan River. I want you to hear that voice too. It's a very important voice that says, You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. I love you with an everlasting love. I have moulded you together in the depths of the earth. I have knitted you in your mother's womb. I've written your name in the palm of my hand, and I hold you safe in the shade of my embrace. I hold you. You belong to me, and I belong to you. You are safe where I am. Don't be afraid. Trust that you are the beloved. That is who you truly are. That is where the resilient spiritual life starts, by claiming the voice that calls us the Beloved. God says you are my Beloved, and in you I am well pleased. Amen.
2: My souls be my light Jesus
0: So let us pray. We pray Lord for the ongoing pandemic, for all those parts of the world who don't have access to healthcare, all those parts of the world where the virus feels like it's out of control. We pray for our own country, for all those who are serving in the NHS, for all those who are working to care for others in our care homes. For those who have caring responsibilities and who are doing their best to fulfil them in these really difficult circumstances. We pray for all those who are working in our schools. We particularly pray for Thatron Park, for all of the staff there, those who are teaching from home and those who are in school teaching key worker children. We pray for our early years providers in Thatcham, those who are still working and all of those children who are at home. We pray for all those who are out working at the moment, all who are working at home, all those who feel isolated, who don't have the human contact that they need. We pray for all those parents who are homeschooling and juggling their responsibilities. And we pray for grandparents missing their great grandchildren and grandchildren. And we pray for the vaccine, for the effective rollouts of that program, that it might be swift and might save many lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray that in the midst of all of this, we might know ourselves to be loved, to be the beloved. That we might know your presence, Lord, and your companionship and your guidance through this time. That you might draw us close to you and point us to that which matters most. We pray that you would break through into our days to give us moments of peace and connection with you when we most need them. We commend all of these prayers to God using the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. So thanks for joining today and just be assured that we are praying for you all um, and thinking of you all. And do be in touch if there's anything at all that you need or any way that we can help and support each other. Next week we're hoping to have a service on Zoom um, so we will all be able to be together and see each other's faces which will be lovely. So I'll send details about that out to our mailing list so do get in touch if you're not on that list. So let's finish with a prayer of blessing. Lord, help us to be open to your prompting. As we seek to discover what you will have us be and do, Remind us again that you have promised to be our guide and our companion on our journey. Help us to look forward with renewed commitment and bless us in our thinking, our speaking and our doing. And may your blessing, the blessing of Father, Son and Holy Spirit be upon us today and always. Amen. So we'll see you all next week on Zoom. Bye.